Hello. In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Leviticus chapter 17, verses 10 through 12, where we'll ask the question, why is eating blood forbidden? Leviticus chapter 17, 10 through 12 says, If anyone of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among them eats any blood, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement by the life. Therefore, I have said to the people of Israel, no person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who sojourns among you eat blood. Okay, where are all the vampire fans at? Because we're going to talk about eating blood. Now, in folklore, there's this idea that if you drink the blood of another person, that you get their life. Well, that idea actually comes from and is rooted in the text of Scripture, where the Lord tells the people of Israel that they are not to eat any meat with any blood in it. And it stands to reason because if you eat blood, you can get very sick from it. So there's a health side to it. But there's a more significant fact about eating blood that we should pay attention to as folks who are a little bit more interested than in just the material. So here are three thoughts on the prohibition of eating blood from Leviticus 17, 10 through 12. Thought number one, blood represents life. And this is something that continues all throughout the text of Scripture and helps to give us an understanding of things like the Lord's Supper, about Jesus' death on the cross. This idea where blood represents life is absolutely vital to understand other things that happen in the text of Scripture. When Cain kills Abel, it is Abel's blood that cries out to the Lord. Now, I don't think the blood is literally crying out, but what is going on there is the Lord is saying that there must be an accounting for this blood that was spilt because the blood is representative of the life of Abel, Cain's brother. So we need to recognize when we're reading the text of Scripture that blood very often represents life. Thought number two, blood is the means of atonement. When Israel is practicing their various sacrificial rites, it is the blood that gets taken and gets sprinkled on the altar that makes atonement for the people of Israel. It makes atonement for the altar, and it purifies all of these things. It is the blood, the shed blood of all of these creatures that makes it possible for Israel, who is a sinful people, to go into the presence of God. So this blood becomes the means by which the Lord atones for us. All of those sacrifices that take place, they point us towards the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ, where his blood atones for his people perfectly once and for all. Thought number three, all life is precious. And I might start sounding a little bit like a hippie or something like that here when I say all life is precious, but it is true. All life is precious and created by God, and we need to recognize that. 
We need to appreciate it. When we have to kill an animal in order to eat meat, we should recognize the sacrifice that takes place there. That an animal had to die and that life had to be ended in order for us to enjoy that meal. All life is precious before God because God is the author of all life. And we should take it only sparingly because we recognize the great gift that life is. These three thoughts come to us from Leviticus chapter 16 through 18, which is the reading associated with this little lesson. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.